Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Build Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. We started the show talking about the Mike McCarthy news from last night as he is remaining the Dallas Cowboys head coach. So now the next one is Nick Sirianni. Sounds like he is going to stay as well. So both those NFC East coaches will remain, we think. We'll find out if something changed with Sirianni. So that means that Bill Belichick is not going to be in the NFC East. So that limits the options for him. And you thought Cowboys might be a ready-made spot for him. We talked about the Bears or that job ever open being a ready-made spot for him. And neither one of those jobs are open. So now you got to think about the other ones that potentially are desirable for someone like Bill Belichick and Jim Harbaugh. And that is the L.A. Chargers and apparently the Atlanta Falcons. Because both those guys interviewed very quickly. Now, I have not seen Harbaugh or Bill Belichick attached to Seattle. I have not seen that. Maybe I that. see that. I don't see that. I, I, I see Dan Quinn there maybe because he obviously was there. Um, I don't think the, 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 the Cowboys' defensive performance hurt him from potentially getting a head job. Everybody respects Dan Quinn in the NFL. What happened to them, as I told you, they lost their, basically lost their, their linebacking core with the exception of Micah Parsons, who they had to move around and try to get him involved. And uh, they ended up playing with six defensive backs on the field and Aaron Jones just ran the ball down their throat. And then, of course, Dak threw the pick six. Yeah. I, I wonder how badly Bill Belichick wants to coach this year. Like, will he take a job that he only, like, 80% likes as opposed to 100% likes because he has to get back into it right away? Or does he look at the situations and say, you know, I uh, uh, I don't know about these jobs. I'm going to wait a year and see what opens up next year. And then jump back into it because a break might be a good thing for me anyway. You know, what I wonder about and I'd like to really know is it, what his contract agreement with the Patriots was when they finally split. Like, did, did Bob Kraft say, look, you know, I'll pay you half of what I owe you and you can go free. Uh, but if you want to go free, I'm not going to pay you. I'm going to try to trade you. But I, I think that I because Gerard Mayo had that clause in his contract that he was the heir apparent. I think that that decision, like I thought, was made after that game in London. Mm -hmm. And um, I would think that Bob Kraft would end up just paying him off and letting him go free. Because that would be the right thing to do. That would be the mensch thing to do. Mm -hmm. And nine Super Bowls, Patriot Place, Gillette Stadium, all of that comes because of winning. 
you know, why do you think the Buffalo Bills happen to be getting a new stadium right now when Josh Allen is their quarterback? Well, yeah. I mean, things are going well for the Bills, but that, that but that's governor the and her, all her agendas and all that crap. is. Yeah, but I'm just saying, but she's also from up there. Yeah. And this is the time that you do it. I mean, you know, Governor Cuomo did the uh, did the Islanders UBS Arena a deal. Yeah. So, I mean, if you are a professional sports team owner in the state of New York and you want New York State money to fund your, your deal, you got it. You bet winning helps or suggesting that you're going to leave. Sure. And I think the Islanders were close to leaving a couple times. And, you know, they had to go play in Brooklyn. What a nightmare that was. And then they finally got their own beautiful building, which was long in coming. I just I wish it would have happened 20 years ago for them. Yeah, I just I still cannot picture Bill Belichick as an Atlanta Falcon head coach. It's very, very hard for me to to, to see that. I think Harbaugh in L.A. is a better fit than Bill in L.A. But where else would Bill Belichick go? Where Where is the other job that Bill Belichick takes in this hiring cycle? Doesn't sound like he's going to Washington. Doesn't sound like he'd go to Carolina or the Raiders. Or the Raiders. I don't see that. I don't see him going to. I mean, like the Raiders just got fired. Josh McDaniels. They're not going back down that road. I know. Man. That's what I'm saying. I mean, this is. <clears throat> so now, I mean, I really thought that Bill would end up. So we talked about the commanders for a while, but then it turns out that that's just not going to be a fit for them. And we talked about the Bears would be a perfect fit. They kept their head coach. Then you're thinking, oh, man, I mean, you got two really good teams and the Cowboys and the Eagles, and maybe you're going to make a, a, a radical change. Maybe Bill ends up there. They're keeping their head coaches. Jim Harbaugh is going to take one of these jobs. You need an open building. You I mean, need this an is, open building but they don't. I mean, that's, the Panthers is the only place that would be. And no, I think no, no. The Chargers are an open building. The, the uh, Falcons are an open building, meaning that there's no GM. But you told me that Rich McKay's there as a well, CEO. He's a CEO. That that could be a that could be a hindrance. Yeah, that could be. I don't know how they got along in uh, league meetings and things of that nature. That's that's that I I have no idea. But you would think that both Harbaugh and Belichick are going to want to select the people that they're working with on the football side. You know, you would think <clears throat> hiring them that that would be a part of the hiring understanding that you're going to bring somebody in that the coach can work with and has worked with in the past and has had success with in the past. I mean, I know this sounds crazy, but is there a chance that these owners don't look at Bill Belichick like maybe me or you or somebody else looks at Bill Belichick and says, man, I'd love to have that guy come in. Look at the success he had with Tom Brady. This is the greatest coach of his generation. Is is there a different view of him in NFL owner circles, which are like, this guy's going to be a pain in the ass. He deals with the media horribly. He didn't have good years without Tom Brady. I don't want to deal with that headache. I'd rather bring in a younger guy I can control. All right, let me ask you this question. You are the Chargers and you are the Falcons. I don't know how big your fan base is, your season ticket base. Uh, I don't know what your sponsorships look like. I know that beautiful stadium. Both of them play in beautiful stadiums. If you add Harbaugh to L.A. and you add Belichick to Atlanta, how's the business side going to be how are the fans going to react to that i think it would be huge yeah i mean i think it would be very very positive that's a part of the equation i mean the other thing too is like you got to remember there are still coaches that are coaching right now in the divisional round slowick the offensive coordinator uh for uh houston i also believe that ben johnson the offensive coordinator from the lions they're gonna i wouldn't be surprised to be the one of them get a job could be tennessee could be um could be down there in carolina uh, Raheem Mostert's a guy. I'm Morris. sure. Uh, Raheem Morris, I mean, is a guy. And I also believe 
that I, I what I can't believe is I have not seen Brian no, Flores. Brian Flores' name anywhere. Yeah, I know he's not gotten any any uh, interview requests yet. The offensive coordinator from the Miami Dolphins is another one because you're taking another guy out of that, even though it's removed out of the Kyle Shanahan offensive mindset. And if you want an offensive coach, you're going to want to bring somebody in that has had the impact like Mike McDaniel's had for Tua Tungabailoa and adding Tyree Kill. And look at that offense when they were healthy. That is true. You know, I was talking to a Dolphins fan, like a hardcore, <clears throat> lives up here but has season tickets and flies down like four or five times a year. Um, and he's one of the smarter football guys that that I, I know. He's so locked in with that team. And, and he he thinks what the Dolphins should do and obviously they're keeping Mike McDaniel as the coach, is they got to pull the plug on Tua and give Mike McDaniel Justin Fields. That was his take. Really? And I was like, what? And this guy knows his team. He knows football. He's like, I'm telling you, with this McDaniel offense, Tua can't run around. He gets hurt. He's like, think about the things he'd be able to do with a guy who runs like that. See, this is a guy that doesn't understand. That offense is built just like the Brock Purdy offense in San Francisco. Yeah. They're supposed to play the position from the pocket. Okay, yeah, you run every now and again and get a first down, but you're not going to be running around like Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes. That's not the way the, the position is supposed to be played, the way that Tua and Brock Purdy and Dak Prescott, for that matter, have all played the position this I year. I do think, though, that Mike McDaniel wouldn't be so stuck in it, and he would probably figure out a way, because I do believe he's a really great offensive mind still, if, even after their collapse that he'd find a way to use Justin Fields' talents that Tua doesn't have to his advantage in a big way. He'd figure that, figure that out. Tua is accurate. He, he threw for the most yards in the NFL this year. He's in a great system. I know. Uh, I know Mike McDaniels loves the guy. He loves Tua. I know he loves Tua, but... I've just, they just got to get home field advantage is what they got to get. Yeah, they but, can't go on the road. Or that's, they, isn't if they that go a problem? The, yeah, but if they go on the road, they got to play in a dome. Mm. And the problem is the AFC doesn't have domes. There's a couple domes, yeah. but the good teams, the really good teams right now with the really good quarterbacks are all outside in cold weather cities. But that's a problem. If your guy can't play in cold weather in the AFC, that's an issue. I'll tell you what, you put them against Houston in the Houston, uh, the dome down there, that would be that would be a track meet. Yeah. That would be a fun football game. Absolutely. All right, let's go to uh, Mike in Milford, Connecticut. What's going on, Mike? <clears throat> Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I'm an old friend of Boomer. I'm Mike DeWaita from Nebraska Steakhouse. It's not there any longer. This first time when I met Boomer there, meeting him is like meeting Albanian president. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not lying. I, uh, Mike, I remember you. And I remember you at Nebraska's because I took the boys there for lunch one day. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You came with uh, your family. You came with uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, Carson when uh, when things were doing great. And uh, yes, still, still, uh, uh, still uh, my boys, uh, they all shave. We we buy a barber soap to support your foundation. I yep. know it's not a big deal, but uh, so just put that in there. Well, thank you. Uh, I, I love you. Pleasure. I love your partner Gio. I think you guys are like the best duo in the, in the sports. Well, Mike, that's very nice, and I'm I'm really glad that you called today. Is there anything else you wanted to ask, Boomer? Uh, I I I don't want to take too much time. I know you have a lot of people lined up to call to, uh, to, to that call you. I have an Aaron Rodgers jersey. I never wore it. I have it in my closet for like three years. It's brand new. Is there any way I can have it signed by that man? 
Uh, is it the Green Bay jersey or is it the Jets jersey? It's got to be the Green Bay jersey, right? Yeah, it's the Green Bay jersey because I was a huge Packers fan. Yeah. I became a Jets fan when he came to Jets. And I know not I don't mind driving up there just to... <laughs> not only that, I would just love to meet you and shake your hands and drop it off or mail it or something. I know that you know not bother you guys. I know, Mike. Mike, I appreciate it. You're very nice and you're very gracious to us over at Nebraska Steakhouse. And I can't tell you how much we appreciate it. And, and you remembering that and then calling me asking me to get Aaron Rodgers to sign your jersey. I think you're calling the wrong show. I think you got to call the Pat McAfee show if you want him to sign something. You know what I mean? The only connection I have with the boomer, I don't know that, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't, I don't, it's going to be, that's going to be tough, Mike, I have to say. And right now, Aaron, I think, is in the woods somewhere. Yeah, he definitely is. Would you, you think I, I drive to his house and wait by the gate and the... Uh, Yes, well, don't no, do that. Don't, yes, don't, absolutely. Don't, don't do be, that. Don't that would be the thing that. I would no, do. No. Yeah. Mike, I would say that he's probably in California right now. He's probably not going to be back until April. <laughs> so, uh, hey, Boomer, by the way, Mike, I have three sons. And then the Gio's got a daughter the, with that little boyfriend, Nico. Yeah. If, 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 if his daughter got any problems growing up, don't forget she got three uncles in Connecticut. <laughs> 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 Mike, that is awesome, man. Thanks for calling. You put a smile on our face. Uh, we appreciate it. But uh, the Aaron Rodgers thing's a little bit of a Albanian president now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was pulling our leg. No, there no, for a no. Second. I, I remember him exactly. Al, you remember him? Yeah, right? he had too many details about the st- that he saw us when we came to the steakhouse, and yes. we went and had a Christmas lunch there. Yeah, years we did. Ago. Well, yeah. Uh, Mona, right? Didn't yes. Mona like yeah, the muscular like- woman. Yeah, she was like a. Uh, He's a bodybuilder. Bodybuilder, yeah. yes, yes. Wow. Yeah, that was a great call. That was really nice. I wish we could come through with the Aaron Rodgers jersey, but that's difficult. You know? I don't you know how much you like You gotta call the Pat McAfee feature show, right? Yeah, that would be the way. Yeah. No, actually, or he could just wait outside his house, I think, for about a week or two, and then see how that six goes. Six months? <laughs> I don't think he's coming back for six months. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't if I were him. Right? I would get the hell out of this. You'd weather. be in Malibu. Yeah, I, don't, I mean... Maybe. He's got a great spread Malibu, man. I'm sure he does. I'm sure it's great. But I just, I don't know. I don't. You would love it there. Would I? Yeah, great weather. You wouldn't be bitching about the <laughs> the, the traffic. Well, they have traffic, too. Yeah. It's not because of rain and stuff. But they do have mudslides and earthquakes. So take this or take that. I'm just they picturing... have fires, wildfires. I know. Mudslides, all that stuff. Yeah. I'm picturing my, hey, Boomer, can you get me ticket to Malibu so I can hang outside <laughs> Aaron Rodgers' home? <laughs> in off season. Oh, that's great. Oh, that was awesome, Mike. Thanks for listening to all the kind words and all that. And yes, I will take you up on that offer. If Nico gets out of line, I will get your sons to uh, straighten them out. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. So earlier we were talking about Bradley Schwartz, who is going to play college football next year. Peter's son, who is a offensive lineman and a long snapper, and he's deciding between several schools. At least three are involved, maybe a mystery school. And we said if he wants to, he could put the the hats in front of him and use our show to tell the world where he's going. Because Mm -hmm. we see that before... You know, you get some of these really, really highly recruited guys. They'll be on, like, the local news down in the South, mm-hmm. and they're putting on the Alabama hat or the Georgia hat or Florida or whatever. So you said, I'm not going to make that decision for him. I'm going to ask Bradley if he would like to do that on the fan and CBS Sports Network and put the hat on. And he reached out and said, yes, I I want to do that. I want to be a part of it. I will announce the, the school I'm going to mm-hmm. on Boomer and Geo, and you'll have a party at uh, Miller's Ale House or something. <laughs> somewhere that at, night. Uh, yeah. Duncan somewhere or whatever <laughs> later on that night. We'll, we'll accept bids for the family. <laughs> <laughs> of course you will. Of course you will. Uh, but you, you said one caveat to Brad, yeah. though, didn't you? Yes, he has to agree. Like Whatever time we agree that we would do it that morning, he would have to still go back into school. Like he can't just take the whole day off of school. Like that's not that's going to be a deal breaker between my wife and I and him. See, so okay. like if if he did it at seven o'clock or seven thirty, as soon as we're done, we're out the door and you're going back to school. Right, get your ass to school, get your ass to class, Bradley. That's what I like. Rule with an iron fist in that Schwartz house. Where you agree with that? One hundred percent. Yes, we yes. love that. We love that. Uh, all right, Peter Schwartz, uh, what is going on with you? This uh, report brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Mike McCarthy back with the Cow- Dallas Cowboys for his fifth season. Despite a 1-3 and three record in the playoffs, the Patriots formally introduced new head coach Gerard Mayo. He said, please don't compare him to his predecessor. For me, I'm not trying to be Bill. I'm not trying to be Bill. I think that Bill is his own man. Uh, if you can't tell by now, I'm a little bit different even up here. Mayo, the 15th head coach in Patriots history. Now, Eagles defensive tackle Fletcher Cox had a bit of a run-in with a reporter yesterday about head coach Nick Sirianni and his future with the team. Have you, you know, gotten any wind on what's going to happen to Nick? And, and are you, you have confidence in, if you, if you do come back, that um, confidence in him if he's also the head coach? Like, any news about, what about Nick? Nick, I mean, there's obviously some speculation about whether he may be fired or not. Um, huh? Yeah. Come on, man. No, man, he ain't football coach of this team, man. Come on, man. We ain't. We ain't they ain't even a discussion about okay, that. Yeah, okay, you don't think it's going to happen? Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't got nothing to say about that, man. You're a clown, bro. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, wow. You a <laughs> clown, bro? You a clown. Yeah, get on my face, bro. Here's the one thing I will say about Nick Sirianni, though. He did do a couple stupid things. As head coach of the Eagles. Remember they went into Kansas City and they beat Kansas City? Yeah, he was screaming at the fans. Right, and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. I mean, oh. it's not, you know. At the time, I loved it. Then he fell apart and looked like a clown bro. And he was doing some other things on the sideline <clears throat> and some weird stuff. I mean, he is a goofy guy, but we kind of came to like him. Yeah, well, and sort of the Eagles fans until the team completely fell flat on their face. Peter, you ever get into an interaction like that in your years of covering the Jets or other Al teams? Arbor. Al Arbor. Al Arbor once screamed at me and... 
later apologized because he he was just frustrated. But the um, Islanders were finishing up a road trip, so this is like circa ninety two, ninety somewhere around there, ninety ninety one. So how old and, are you then? So I'm couple of years out of college so like young you know, reporter working, young reporter working for sports phone for sports phone that was my first job out of college 24 was that kind of yeah so somewhere around there and uh, the islanders are finishing up a long road trip in philadelphia so i took a drive down to philadelphia to go cover the game and the islanders laid an egg that day absolute awful performance i don't remember what the score was but they got wiped out by the flyers so in the post game conference in the hallway I said to him, so Al, um, you know, coming off, you know, a road trip and a chance to finish up, you know, strong. Are you surprised about the effort today? And he blew a gasket on me like, what kind of a stupid question is that? Our players playing hard. Are you, what, what are you watching out there? He was just like so frustrated. And the Islanders PR person at the time was like a, a, around the, the corner in the old spectrum. And she had not heard what was going on. She heard from somebody else. And apparently, a bunch of reporters came to my defense, said it was a legitimate question. Al just blew a gasket. And uh, next time I saw him, he came over and apologized. Oh, so all's well that ends well, right? Yeah, which was all class on his part. Yeah. May he rest in peace. By the way, how's your team doing these days? Not good. What's going on with them? I Blown third period leads, same trends. Um I I don't like the lineups that have been getting put forth. Too many changes in the line combinations. Um, injuries, obviously, have played a role. But yeah. what would you do? I would I would make a coaching change. Okay, you're just firing coaches all firing over the place. Coaches all over the place. Yeah. Jesus. Well, I. It's, it's really the same, easy for you to same say, things huh? that have been plaguing the team going back to last year. <clears throat> Who do you want to be the coach? You got an idea? You're going to think I'm absolutely nuts. Uh, Gerard Gallant. No, Bruce Boudreaux. <laughs> yes. I think he, I, I would drive to Hershey, Pennsylvania, where he lives, and oh. I would pick him up and bring him home. I was tr- I was trying to get the Rangers to hire him last year. Remember that? <laughs> that that guy is unbelievable. They, I think he would come in and he would just whip. And I idea. think this is a playoff team. I think this is a real, I think the roster is solid. I think when they're, they're probably, healthy. When they're healthy, I think this is a playoff team. Um, How are their goalies playing? Well, Sorokin's been a little disappointing, and Varlamov is hurt. But I, I, I think a lot of it has to do with a lot of the other stuff that's going on. Right. Sorokin and Varlamov are also like, near the top of the league in in save percentage and high and high danger shots. So I don't worry about that, but I worry about the poor coverage in front of the net. I worry about the power play is slumping again. So I. To me, all these trends signal to me that they need a they need a coaching change. Ledecky just texted me and said Schwartz isn't allowed back. At UBS. <laughs> I didn't criticize ownership. I criticized that they needed a coaching change. So, so let me ask you a question: Any idea whether or not uh, Lou Lamarillo has a relationship? I'm sure he does with Boost Boudreaux. Somewhere I don't. Along that the I line. don't know. That I don't know. I'm. You know, they've been around a hundred years, each of them. So I mean, I, I don't think they bring up the Bridgeport coach. He just got that job this year, so it's mm-hmm. not. Like, but he's been in the system for a while. But I. Kowalski, but I don't. I, I I think they need like they had a Barry Trotz type of person in Barry Trotz. Yes. I think they need someone like that with a little bit more of a whip. Got a call for you, Peter. It's okay. Mario and Howell. Mario, good morning. Hey guys, good morning. Um, you know, I'd like to put in for the new program director there. The first thing I would do is I would probably cut 
Peter Schwartz is ours there. The guy's looking for more time. He's very <laughs> abrasive. Mm-hmm. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, Mike Tannenbaum had a, uh, a, an, a screaming fit, cursing him on the phone with his kids in the car. And now the legendary Al Arbor, he even had a tip with Al Arbor. This guy's abrasive. Who apologized to me. Yeah, yeah but you're apologize. abrasive. I can see where he's yeah, coming yeah, from. Yeah, Mario, great point. Hey, Mario, Mario, up yours. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, see, he just, just made his gotta, point. Got to step back, yeah. man. Just, just take you it just easy. made Mario's point. Yes, very yeah. abrasive. Yeah, I mean, geez, it is true. You know, you think about the Tannenbaum thing and the cursing and the kids, and now Al Arbor. This guy's right, and then you just said up yours to him. Yeah, I mean, there's the, you pull back that Schwartz curtain. There's some demons. Been you there. know what? When I want to let it loose, I'll let it loose. <laughs> Maybe you know? it's how you ask the question. You know what I'm saying? I thought I asked. It's how you ask it. Or maybe the words that you decide to use, you know that kind of thing. But I don't normally get that type of response from somebody okay. when I'm at when I'm covering a game or covering a practice. I have a great relationship. Well, you, you got to ask Matt. I've never had a problem in that locker room. No, I don't think so. He's never said anything like that you did or your no. problem. No, but I mean, I think about that that poor that poor waitress at Miller's Ale House. Yeah, I did not yell at her. Mm. I did not yell at her. All I said and. All I said was that, look, you know, the food came out incorrectly that night. That's all I... Look, you are a when, very imposing <clears throat> human being. Yeah. Well, you how are about, an enormous person. How That's about been I, smoothed over. We've been back Yeah. There. How about when you called 411 and were screaming? Oh, I was livid that morning. Yeah, I had every right impressive. in the world. Yeah. I had every right in the world to do that. Oh, every yeah. right in the world. That guy took me for a freaking ride. Well, he was a cab driver, so yeah. just, you have to go for a ride in a cab. It's yeah. a simple drive from Penn Station to here. How do you mess that up? You see, but here, this but is I, what but Mario's I, but I talking about. You see how loud you're feel, getting an abrasive? You but I waived all charges. They wanted to go forward. I said, I no, no, no I, I waived all charges. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that's nice of you. But, I mean, I could just see, you know, what, what Mario's saying. I mean, it just... One example after another now just piling up of this abrasiveness. That's all. Just something, you know, it's just, you know, sometimes you got to look in the mirror. I've done that plenty of times. You got to look in the mirror. anger management class. Look I've in been the to anger management before. So, oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I have. Yeah. Wow. What sent you there? What'd you do? Kick a puppy no, or something? No, I just felt like I, I there, there were things going on in my life. At Punch the time. a wall? I have punched a wall before. I've also punched a uh, a cashier booth at Giant Stadium on my way out of a jet game and put a big giant hole in it. This is shocking to me. You never heard that story? No. Wow. That was uh, it was a Monday night game against the Bills and the Jets lost in the final seconds. I was pissed, I'm walking out, and in the old Giant Stadium, I, my section was three thirty nine when I had season tickets, and in front of the concession stands, you went and go to get your food, and then there was like this booth where the cashier sat. And it was right there, and I, before I did something else stupid, I just punched the thing. Wow. And it was a big, giant dent, and I was worried that somebody was going to see it. <clears throat> I came back for the next game. The dent was still there, but nothing ever happened. I was just, <laughs> wow. Man. I was living after Man. the fake spiking, too. Oh, Jesus. Don't do so that. So was I. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. Uh, but so, like, some of these instances, you, you felt there was going on enough for you yeah. to... There's been times where I've had management. to, like, walk out of the house. Like, if something went on, like, I've had to walk out of the house and just cool off. Because... Like, no domestic violence or anything. No, no, oh, no. Jesus. Come on, uh, boomer. All right, okay. Wow. <laughs> I know. I'm thinking maybe Holy your... smokes. <laughs> maybe your family wants to kick your ass. No. Jesus. Like, you know, if the... 
I mean, how did you have to get out of the house? Argument with the cable person on the phone over over the bill, and if I get my I'm steaming, I walk out of the house. I'm like, I don't want right. to take it out but on everybody. I, okay, so you are abrasive now. We 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 figured that out. And I think the last caller was Mario. Abrasive. Mario and Hal, yeah. Yeah, yeah, No one's ever really called me abrasive. I tend to have a temper, and I think Cheryl will tell you that there are times, like most of the time, I'm a big giant teddy bear. But don't piss him off because he'll blow. That was a fake. Marina was faking. (laughs) I never knew this about you. I never knew that you had those anger During our search for a car. You started flipping out. I I I was ready to strangle the the salesman in the in in the dealership. That we walked out and went home, and they're trying to call me on the phone to still get us back in the dealer. And I said, "Sir, you take this call. I'm not talking to them." And she said on the phone to the like the district manager, or whatever, right. was trying to get us back in the dealership. You do not want to talk to my husband right now because he will lose his you know what on you right now. Now we wound up. Getting a new car, we're very happy with it. Uh, this wasn't my guy. No, it was not your guy. Your guy was great on the phone. He just okay. wasn't in our budget okay. area. Yeah, it former sent him to the Lamborghini dealership <laughs> on the Gold Coast of Long Island. Yeah, uh, uh, Aston Villa. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, in the anger management, I want to know: was it like a group setting, or was it like a one-on-one? It was a group setting. Yeah. A group setting. Oh, so yeah. Like I'm Peter, and I punch walls. And yeah, stuff I punch like walls. I get pissed at jet games. You know, did someone in there, the anger management group, be like, I actually, you know, strangled somebody to death? No, or something no, like no, 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 no. How many sessions did you go to? Uh, a handful. handful. Yeah. Did it help? It did help, yeah. I, so I've calmed like, down since then. Do you like count from 100 backwards, like to calm down? Like That's a good That's a good technique, I think. Um, no, I, I think just generally going out and getting some fresh air and just calming down and just, you know, relaxing and sitting on the bench. In How front long of ago was this? Oh, this had to be like 10 years ago. Was it? Wow. Did they have refreshments at this anger man? No. 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 If you would have remembered that, I would have been impressed. You were like, yeah, they put out a nice spread there. No. I had to bring my own bottle of water with me. <laughs> well, that's a shame. Uh, all right. Uh, well, this is this is new. <laughs> yes. this, is, this, is, this is new to us. I, I mean, I'm, I'm shocked. Eddie, are you shocked about this? You've known Peter for a long time. Uh, that it got to the level where he felt he needed to check himself in. Yeah, that's shocking. Yeah. What about you, Al? This is surprising. Very surprising. I thought he was always jovial. Yeah, I know. Yo, teddy bear. I, I can, I no, can there see are things it now. in life that really truly yeah, piss me off. Bad. See, now I can see it though. If you follow you on X, I can see it. I, I, I can definitely see it. And yeah. I'm not really shocked by it, to be honest. I'm with shocked. <laughs> I am shocked that he's uh, destroying property and he has to go to anger management, take a but if you, break uh, and sniff in and, and sniff I, out. I never knew what chance I was taking when I would give shifts to Marco over him. I was wow. really taking a chance. Right, taking your life in your own hands. But you know, the thing is, is that, you know, he is. A Long Island guy like we are. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of agita there. There is a lot. There is a lot. And just think, too, like, if he, if Peter, you could probably get away from him. But if he got to you and got so, those. over. Yeah. Meat hooks in you. Y- yes. Because mm-hmm. you got some meat hooks for him. I mean, you could easily just that. snap somebody's neck if you wanted to. Still have those scars from when I fell going to the holiday party. You know? <laughs> remember that? I do remember that. And I that, went sir. to the vet to get it stitched up. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's right. Oh my God, that happened during Geo and Jones. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, I didn't know the vet didn't stitch up. They bandaged it so I can get to a place to get it. You stitched went up. to the vet. Boomer, did you ever hear the story? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. I'm dripping blood. I don't know what to do. And I, I was looking for civilization in Manhattan when I came out of the subway, and I'm like, "There's, 
vet. They have a bandage in there. So maybe they can help him point me in the right direction. The guy was like, I'm sorry, sir. We do not work on bears. <laughs> something that we spent Shot a tranquilizer in his ass. That's right. You went to the I remember Brian Jones like, what? <laughs> Where you go, man? You get neutered while you're there? <laughs> oh, I had totally forgot about that. Oh, oh what a great story. Oh, my Lord. All right. Um, I don't I, know. Can that constitute moment of the day, or do you want me to play something? No, I'll play something and All give right. us a sponsor. All right. Uh, moment of the day is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. <laughs> So earlier in the in the show, we were talking about Bradley going through recruiting and uh, a whole bunch of things. I had to talk to Boomer about the decision. You know, should he go Division One, Division Three? And it led to another new piece of the Peter Schwartz vocabulary coming out. If you had a Division One offer, yes, and maybe or maybe mm-hmm. not a chance to play as a freshman, or you had a really really good Division Three offer. And a chance to play right away. And with the transfer portal, you could always transfer to a division sure. school. I, I would play. I would want to play. I think that yeah. Bradley wants to play. I don't think he wants to sit around and be a blocking or tackling dummy for some Division One school that's not going to offer him an opportunity to play early. I mean, let's, let's let's. So maybe five years from now, we're talking about him potentially making it in one of maybe the the spring league, or maybe he makes it in the NFL. You never know. You're mouth to God's yeah. lips. But you you never know. You never know. <laughs> my thing. My thing. From your mouth to God's lips. Yeah. How about God's ears? <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Um, but thank you. I just got that. Add it to the list. Right. Add it to the list. Put it on top. <laughs> Point being, I think sometimes. A new leaf on life. <laughs> there you go. Peter, I love you. I do. <laughs> I love you like a brother. I tell you, man, that is just tremendous. Right. God's lips. How many times I've heard people say that before? From your lips to God's ears. Yes. What it is. Your mouth to God's lips. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, um, and the canal, whatever they call it, wherever you return the carts to. The canal? (laughs) Chiro stick? Like a long Chiro stick? Large clunk of people? You familiar with a Rorschach test? A Rorschach test? It's like a new leaf on life. Pico de Goyo. <laughs> Takia. I think sure. they had a little Twitter spiff. Yeah. I believe so. <laughs> spiff? Spiff. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, it's an underrated Caraco. <laughs> Which one was that? That last one? Little League World Series Hawaii beat Caraco <laughs> 13 <laughs> to 3. Caraco, like the suits. Curacao. <laughs> I walked out of there one day, too. Oh, my Jesus. Caraco suits? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Morocco suits? Yeah, well, <laughs> don't even. No, don't. I don't like. They were a potential advertiser. I don't want to piss them off. <laughs> like, I had, a, had, a, had an issue there. <laughs> like, you have an issue everywhere. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, what I was going to say was an underrated one there is a large clunk of people. <laughs> clunk? Have you ever used that since, or do you use that before? Was that just I don't that? Know. It just came out of my mouth that thing. <laughs> large clunk of people. Uh, all right, Peter. We might see you tomorrow. We yeah. might not, depending yeah. on Jerry's health. Well, it's always great having you around. Yeah, it's always great being here. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for signing the jersey. Yeah, you're welcome. You're all welcome. right, it's Boomer and Geo coming to you live at the Bill Ford Tough Studio. Under overs and under overs. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan in CBS Sports Network. So when I found out yesterday that Peter Schwartz was going to be doing updates with us on X because he put it all over X, and the next thing you know, my whole thing is flooded. But people responding to him coming on our show here and being a part of the family, as he always is. So I wanted to test him this morning, and I wanted to tempt him. Okay. And I wanted to see if he was going to bite. So I know nothing about this, by the way. Right. So this is a little test that I was running this morning. What is one of the things that Peter Schwartz loves, adores, and loves owning? There's two things that pop in my mind. Uh, one's bobbleheads. Two is jerseys. Okay. So we have the jersey. He brought the jersey in for his buddy Ryan and everything else. That was great. All morning here, I've had a bobblehead sitting here in a box. <laughs> now, our friend Mark Simone from Coyote Promos sent over a bobblehead of Artemi Panarin. Mm. And I've had it sitting here right between where he does the updates, updates and where I sit. And I, I noticed a couple times he was going to go reach for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and I knew that, you know, the only reason he probably did not reach for it. It's Rangers. It's a Rangers thing. Yeah, right. And I just wanted to see just how tempted I could make him. You know what I mean? Because that's a conflict for him. He loves bobbleheads. He hates the Rangers. Right. It's like, what is he doing? But he spot? loves free stuff. Right, exactly. But he loves free stuff. Yeah. You know, and this is the uh, the uh, Artemi Panarin Mucinex. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mucinex, pretty good. Uh, bobblehead. So, so now thanks. You, you were saying Artemi Panarin like three or four times when we were talking about field hockey. Yes. So now I'm, I was I'm try, under- I was trying to get him to buy into it, and he ne- he didn't jump. I just I felt like when he was handing me the jersey to sign, yeah, that I, I could see his eyes looking at it. <laughs> You know, so I guess I'll put Artemi with his hockey stick and his leg up in the air as if he just scored a goal. I'll put him right next to Matt Martin back here. Okay. All right, very good. Yeah, I mean it's definitely because it was a Rangers thing. I don't, I don't think he would take that. I don't think he would put that in his house. I don't really. And he's got bobbleheads all over the place. That's I, what I'm saying. I do not think he would put a Rangers bobblehead in his house. But uh, I tempted him, and for three hours, three and a half hours, not a bite. But I saw, I saw a look. Oh yeah, like, I mean, he, that, he like, noticed it. Like, you know, yeah, he sniffed it out. Yes, it's like when I bring home 
like steak or any sort of meat from the grocery store, like the dog knows exactly what bag it's in. Yes. Like a meat. Oh, he knows. Elvis knows. Right. That is, it's exactly Peter with a bobblehead. He just sniffs it out. It's like a sixth sense of his. But he didn't, but, but, ah. didn't take it. He didn't take it. Didn't take it. So uh, let's go to Mike in Wontall. What's going on, Mike? Uh, good morning, guys. Big fan of the show. Um, huge Ranger fan, Boomer. Um, I'm just calling to give you a little anecdote about meeting you for the first time probably about 15 years ago, if you don't mind. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, it's all, it's all good. All right. It was, an honor to meet, it was an honor to meet you. You treated me like, you know, a friend that you knew for a long time. I had happened to be uh, invited to an event that honored a good friend of yours, father, in Rockville Center. It was for the Irishman of the Year. Oh, yes. Gentleman, Bernie O'Brien. Bernie O'Brien. I played baseball with Timmy at St. Agnes, and I went over to Mr. O'Brien. I said, hey, Mr. O'Brien, played with Timmy. Such a great young man. I had the pleasure of knowing him for some time. I'm a retired uh, member of the NYPD, so I'm sensitive to 9-11. And uh, he brought me over to see you because you were going to be the uh, honoree, to, I guess, to introduce him to everybody. Yes. And you were such a professional. You treated me like gold <clears throat> that day. And Timmy, just, you know, as you know, was such a great person and a great athlete. And uh, you went on and described your time during the uh, playing with the Jets. And your memory was spot on with everything you mentioned. It was like you played yesterday. And you, you spoke about the great Rich Co-Tite uh, in such glowing uh, terms. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate it, Mike. I appreciate you remember that. And uh, thanks for supporting Bernie O'Brien. Yes, and... Uh, we lost a great one in Timmy for sure. Yes, way too early. Yeah, it was a really cool call and, and something like that. You never know where it's going to go when someone says, I got a story 15 years ago and yeah. this or that. And this one obviously was a very, very positive. Could one. have been the Oak Beach Inn where I saw him. It didn't, <laughs> didn't go so well. <laughs> right, or Stevens Talk House that time. You had to get carried out of there. Right? Yeah, exactly. One of those things. Uh, let's go to Pat Bellrose. Going on, Pat? Hi, good morning, fellas. How are you? All right, Hi, Patty. Pat. What's happening, brother? Hi. With Belichick, I, I can't stand Belichick, but a giant theory. If half of what they're saying about Dable is true, has John Mara made that secret phone call and say, Bill, sit out a year. If it doesn't work with Dable, you come in next year. And the other thing about Belichick, without Belichick, uh, Parcells won nothing. Without Brady, uh, Belichick has. Very easily, Bill Belichick could be three and five. His first Super Bowl win was because the ref screwed Oakland with the tuck rule. The second uh, one I would take away. He I mean, we, Pat, we could do this all day with every single person in the world, right? Like, I mean, his record stands for itself. Yeah. And he will be, uh, you know, he wants to get, I, I know he wants to beat Don Chul. He wants the coaching record. You know, he's a historian of the NFL. You know, if you sit down with Bill and you talk to him about his team, he's not going to be very forthcoming. But the moment you start talking about punting the football or the, the, the field goal kicker or the drop kick or something like that, he then opens up and goes into this whole glossary that he has in his brain and uh, this litany of history that he will talk about incessantly. And he'll talk about the great uh, uh, Hallis and Brown families and what they meant to the NFL. Uh, you know, of course, uh, Wellington Mara, what he meant to the NFL. He understands the history of it all. You know, it's kind of interesting. We were asked last night real quickly about the Super Bowl and our memories of the Super Bowl and what we think of when we think of the Super Bowl. And I think of Pete Rozelle, that if he never came up with the idea of this Super Bowl, Super Bowl one, Kansas City and the Packers, and we could have a chance that could actually happen again this year in Super Bowl 58.
doubt it happens, but we could get the Chiefs in the Packers. Well, they're there know. in the divisional round, so yes, could and happen. Then, and then you and I are going to have personal problems. Yeah, that's not going to be good. we've got Packer fans in our lives that are going to want things from us. Yeah, I don't like that at and all. And we're going to have to deliver if those Packers make it. But I think about Pete Rozelle and the idea that he had for the Super Bowl. Yes, And Genius. look what it's turned into. Genius. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t